T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. For the first time ever, the leader of the United Auto Workers was elected using a one-vote-per-one-member system, or, as we call it, democracy. I don't think it's hyperbole to say that this is a new day for the UAW. It's struggled the past few years to move beyond the corruption scandal that embroiled two past presidents and sent them to jail. The installation of that new president could not come at a more critical time for the UAW. This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Earlier today in downtown Detroit, the United Auto Workers bargaining convention got underway with a new president at the helm. For the next three days, delegates from local unions across the U.S., Canada, and Puerto Rico will gather to debate and vote on policy resolutions. The decisions reached at the convention will set the UAW's overall bargaining agenda for workers in various industries and sectors of the economy for the next four years. On the auto beat, new president Sean Fain is planning to take a harder line with the companies, but some of these delegates think words won't be enough. New UAW president Sean Fain's planning to take a harder line with the companies, but some of these delegates think words won't be enough. They're going to have to strike in order for the companies to understand that that we mean business. Some workers say high profits and high turnover could give the UAW a rare advantage this year. They also want to look forward after a highly contested election. I hope we learn some things on the one member, one vote um, in order to make the next election smoother. One of the big issues, ending the two-tier wage system. That right there was WWJ Auto Beat reporter Jeff Gilbert from the convention floor at Huntington Place. Sean Fain's victory was never a guarantee. In fact, things got dicey for a little while. Here is Jeff with famed labor economist Harley Shaken. The Curry team appears to be challenging the unofficial vote that still places Sean Fain about 500 votes ahead out of 60,000 or so votes cast. Now, I take it if you are the federal monitor, you have to be very careful and you have to show the world that you took every challenge, every disputed ballot seriously. That is correct. It puts a major burden on the federal monitor. There's a lot of light on the whole process. And even the most minute of decisions the monitor makes will be scrutinized by both sides. 
In that last clip, you heard mention of the Federal Monitor. The UAW is under federal oversight following decades of rampant corruption. Later this year, the UAW will go to the bargaining table to renegotiate their contracts with Ford, General Motors, and Stellantis, the Detroit Three. So can Sean Fain unite the membership? I put that question to Mike Martinez. He covers the UAW for the Automotive News. That remains the open question. He certainly doesn't have a mandate by any stretch of the imagination. He did win by fewer than 500 votes. And if you look at the percentage of UAW workers who supported him, overall, that's about 6-7% of the UAW's overall membership. Only about 13-14% bothered to vote in this election anyway. So very tightly contested with the incumbent president, now former president, Ray Curry. So it's going to be really tough. The union's definitely divided. You have the camp that really wants to push hard, really wants to fight to secure all the benefits that they lost over the years. And you have the establishment camp that thought obviously the same things. They want to fight for more benefits and job security, but maybe take a less militant type tone with these automakers that ultimately you do need to have a relationship with at the end of the day. I was really surprised when I heard how low the voter turnout was for the UAW's elections. When Americans say, well, my vote doesn't count, you can understand why they feel that way, even if it's not necessarily true. But in these union elections, the individual votes have major impacts on the members, which is why Mike from the Automotive News was also surprised by the turnout, or lack thereof. Again, this was their first opportunity to directly elect their leaders. And the rank and file, the average auto worker, has been absolutely disgusted, absolutely shook up by everything that's happened the past couple of years in terms of the corruption and the greed and the fact that their leaders stole money from them. Not sure why there was such low turnout. There have been some complaints, both by former President Ray Curry and by some other candidates, saying that there was voter suppression in a certain sense, there was disenfranchisement. Nothing's been proven. The federal monitor that oversees everything has dismissed some of the claims. But it's certainly interesting that at the end of the day, I think 141,000 out of almost a million or so potential voters actually turned in a ballot. Even if you don't follow the autos, you've probably heard the name Ray Curry. He took over after the second straight UAW president was charged with a litany of federal crimes. But what do we know about Sean Fain? Well, Sean Fain, interestingly enough, he ran as a reformer, but he has decades of experience within the union and within the international union. He served in the Stellantis department. He served in a number of roles in terms of bargaining with the Detroit Three. He's been on two bargaining teams in the past, so he has some experience, but he's never really been at that top level inside leadership. So for the members looking for a fresh face, he represented the anti-establishment, but at the same time, he does have some experience, so he's not coming into talks, he's not coming into the presidency completely grain here. No matter how you look at this, the UAW is in a spot like it's never been before. I don't think it's hyperbole to say that this is a new day for the UAW. It's struggled the past few years to sort of move beyond the corruption scandal that embroiled two past presidents and sent him to jail and a number of other high-profile union officials. 
the union had a president in Ray Curry who was not touched by the scandal and who tried to institute a number of reforms, but all of the past UAW leadership, most recently, was still part of the establishment caucus that had sort of run things within the union for the past 70 years or so. Because of the corruption scandal and the federal monitor that was put in place by the U.S. government, the UAW offered members the chance to elect their own leaders, and they took that chance. So this is the first time that a president, secretary, treasurer, or vice presidents have been elected directly by the rank and file. So this really symbolizes a new direction for the UAW as it tries to turn the page from its troubled past. Last week, Michigan became the first state in over 50 years to repeal the right-to-work law that was on the books. Long story short, the repeal prevents people who work in unionized shops to opt out of paying union dues. It was obviously a huge win for labor unions. I wonder when you talk about getting things back, if the union as a whole feels, I don't know if emboldened is the right word, but nothing but good things have happened in Lansing for the union in the last month or so. I wonder if they feel energized as a result, if they're going to be somewhat playing offense, because again, Lansing said to them, we like unions, keep doing what you're doing. I think that's a really, really great read on things. Not even what's happening in Lansing, but what's happening with the union movement throughout the country. Workers at John Deere, Case New Holland workers, they went on strike and they got much better contracts the second or even third time around than what was initially proposed. They did win back some of the same things the UAW auto workers will be trying to win back, things like cost of living adjustment that was taken out of their paychecks during the Great Recession, pensions for all workers. They're also looking for things like an end to the tiered wage system. Somebody who starts in at the union at a factory makes significantly less than somebody who's been there for a very long time. They want same pay for the same job. There's been this sort of unionization movement sweeping the country. Now that the election is behind the UAW, the big work of negotiation with the Detroit Three looms largely over the next several months. But what can we expect over the next several days? There's going to be a lot of discussion the next few days, and there's going to be a lot of speeches as well. As much as this is sort of a procedural maneuver, it's also a rah-rah rally around the flag kind of moment for the unions. I know that they want gains in the things that they've lost, the UAW does, with the contract talks, but how important is it to make sure that the things that they want are things that are actionable? This isn't necessarily about meeting realistic expectations. This is about a wish list of what they want and what they plan to fight for. Whether or not they can get it is up to their bargaining teams and has to factor in all the realities of a global auto industry, potential recession, larger economic factors, things like that. So this convention is essentially just about getting them to put on the table what they want and what they expect. Whether or not they can get it, that's an open question. The UAW has long been a symbol of American ingenuity. Did you drive to work today? Well, you can thank a UAW member for that. Cars in this country are not built without them. But lately, the UAW has become an even bigger symbol of something else. Corruption. Now, it's up to new leadership to prove the first part is still true while keeping the second part in the past. No easy task. Today's big thanks go to Mike Martinez, Jeff Gilbert, and Harley Shaken. 
Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. If you want the Daily J delivered right to you, all you have to do is subscribe using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.